Hello, this is our first hour class. We are doing our humans need not apply discussion uh, and on the uh, video that talks about how automation uh, may be making humans, human labor more unnecessary. We have our first hour class here who are ready to discuss it. The first question is talking about how much truth do they think is presented in the video and give some evidence you know, of what they of what they believe and what they maybe don't believe in the video. Who wants to start us out? You got to speak up for the video team. Anybody, what were, what were some things that, that oh. struck you? Oh. It's bots that, that they have that's um, Dr. Box. Yeah, it's even boss that can write music, and you can't even tell the difference between if it's a human that wrote it or a bot. I had some more thoughts on those. I feel like it is truth behind it because the way they explained it, like how the humans versus the robots, yeah, that's all I got. What's the difference? Well, I, I feel like it's a lot of truth to it because. They got like they got a lot of the bots doing the humans' jobs, and like they saying it's easier, and like the humans, they get tired and robots don't get tired and stuff, so they want to get more robots working than they do the humans. They feel like it's easier with robots, because robots can learn to do anything. Okay. Yeah, it's more from the group here. So. Let's try to go one conversation at a time. They're talking about doctor bots. Why is why is it a concern in the medical field to maybe replace human doctors? Because uh, robots don't get tired, and they can perform uh, procedures for a long time. So you agree with like you think it's a good thing? I don't think it's a good thing because you never know like what can happen with a robot. It can malfunction. Like during the procedure, or because well, a human can't malfunction. Humans already know what to do when they're doctors. A robot, you never know. It didn't really, didn't really necessarily talk about procedures. What did it? What did it really talk about? Where, robot where, do, where do doctors have many? Yeah, Jaylee, you want to explain, or one of you two? Yes, you do. <laughs> you said medicine. That's actually where I wanted to go with it. It's not necessarily doing the procedure, it's it's the what? Is it the medicine? Yeah, well it's the diagnosis, right? It's it's figuring out it's figuring out what to prescribe people. Because what can a robot do that a human can't? Research and stuff. Like you what can know everything as far as research. But a human can't. Like it's limited uh, information that human can know. Give me a little more here to recall this. Why? That's why you have those notes in front of you. Right, what topic though? Like, because this is a lot. We're talking about the professional bots, medical bots. You talking about like just the medical bots right now? We're talking about currently. Yes. You talking about like what a bot can do, like far as like um, I guess a bot can just do scans and stuff, probably. Or, yeah, it's I know they said some. I know they said some bots can test drugs. 
fun and and the, and the human brain fails because it doesn't understand all the combinations and the computer can can store all that memory uh, much more efficiently. Uh, there was there was one more professional bots that it talked about. It talked about lawyer bots. I mean that's see why I think that won't that won't work is it's like a human can actually have some sympathy for somebody and understand that maybe it was like a mistake a mistake that they did so a bot is just gonna go bit like based off what's in the books as soon as what whatever crime you did that's what you get so a bot probably wouldn't have no leeway as far as sentencing a person yeah they wouldn't have no sympathy at all. Because yeah. robots don't have feelings at all. Unless well, you can make well, them feel this. What, what, what is the bulk of lawyering? It's not necessarily in the trial phase, is it? What, what is the, what, what was the job that a lawyer does that a bot Defending a client? No. Not what it said. Oh, I thought you were asking that what a lawyer, what a lawyer did. Well, no, but the video talks about what's the bulk of a law, the lawyering job. It's not necessarily in a courtroom. It, it talked about discovery, if you can remember. Discovery, the process of sifting through documents and emails, perhaps thousands, millions of them, and trying to find the one out of place, the one out of place thing. That this is something that humans have been doing, but now that a lot of law firms have bots doing it, thus kind of replacing that human element of lawyering. Okay. All right. So that's the, I suppose that that can be the professional bots uh, conversation, but let's, where do we move next? Still on number one, still talking about different uh, things from the video about, and some of the factual detail behind it. There were many topics. It's a, it's bots that know how to write. Um, and the stock market is no longer humans. It's bots trading, trading with bots. Okay. So explain it. You're talking about white collar work next. So what, what did it say about office jobs, about white collar work? It said like the people that sit behind computers, it was telling them like their job is not even safe because it's bots that can do the same thing and type even faster and have longer, you know, stamina. Mm -hmm. did, did, talk, did talk about stamina. So next, uh, uh, something that maybe struck you guys were maybe the self-driving cars and how they might be the way of the future. What were some things that recall on that topic? Yeah, they said that self-driving cars are considered better than humans in terms of safety because they can eliminate most accidents caused by human error. Mm -hmm. um, so how I feel about that is 
I think a human would be better off just driving yourself because, you know, you never know just with a car driving itself. It's just anything can happen. And it's just the reaction time would be way different than a person. Well, that's what the person, you know. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that, but what what uh, what evidence in the video perhaps say that counts? But it do say, it, do, it is say um, humans getting more accidents. But it's just, I don't know. I just wouldn't trust my life with. Do you have any numbers for us specifically on that? It's a human driver's huh? kill 40,000 people a year by, by cars. Okay. And what about you? Do you think that? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, we got interrupted by an announcement. Uh, continuing the discussion on self-driving cars, talking a little bit about the trust maybe behind them. Yeah, but they, yeah, like I said, they said human drivers kill a lot of people. And it's also estimated that self-driving cars can reduce accidents by up to ninety percent. Okay, so they they are better because. Yeah. What 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 can self-driving cars do that humans cannot? They can watch all angles. They do not get drowsy. Okay. And I I trust myself over a robot. What what about what about like car insurance companies? They said they even agree with it too. Because they're gonna because I mean what what's the one thing a car insurance company doesn't want to have happen? They pay money. They gotta pay money. They for don't ever want to pay money. When you have when you get in an accident. And if self-driving cars can reduce accidents, and you still have to pay your insurance, that's going to be a it's going to be a win-win situation for them, right? Mm-hmm. What's uh? What do you think is the big thing holding back self-driving cars right now? Good national highway traffic safety administration. Okay, maybe some government regulation. What else might? Why why doesn't everybody have a self-driving car right now? Can't afford it. So expensive. And they still in development. Yeah, we haven't. We, the thing is they exist, but the problem is maybe some problems with the technology, but another with the cost, okay, just figuring out exactly where can, where, where can you bring it down to the, the point where it's, a, it's an affordable car as versus, uh, you know, it's, it's meant to be a safer car, but uh, the affordability for all consumers is not there yet. What's the comments on the self-driving cars? Um, so... So if it was eventually they had made it an affordable car for self-driving, would it eventually, um, you know, stop people, like everybody from driving uh, themselves or, you know? I feel like it might, especially with, uh, if they lower the prices and a lot of people get to buying more self-driving cars, most people want to stop driving because a lot of people don't like driving already. So, oh. are, are, and they call them autos in the video. Is it just for consumer use? Oh. Uh, no, maybe delivery. So a lot of other things. What if, if you saw that list of the top jobs in the country, what's what's number one? Truck driving. Yeah, well, yeah, transportation. Uh, uh, moving things from point A to point B, and so it's not just it's not just human movement that it's it's going to impact. It's going to be that employment factor. And but did anybody catch the number? The potentially the number of worldwide jobs when it comes to transportation. Did you see the actual raw numbers when it showed them? I didn't, I didn't get it. 
the United States, it was about it's almost four million. Uh, in worldwide, about seventy million. So imagine all those jobs. I'm sure all of you could identify a truck driver, someone who does transportation for a living. Where do those jobs go? All around the world. Is like everybody non-existence? Yeah. Everybody <laughs> we'll get to that conversation. I think it might be time for maybe a, a creative question from the group. I got a creative question. You talking about the, the last question that you made, Joseph? I am. All right. Here we go. I said, I said, do you do you think robots will get smart enough to take over the world as we see in movies? Um, I feel like engineers might keep them from being that smart. Like, I feel like if it was something that scary, they would keep them from being that smart or getting to that point. Or maybe they have a way to shut them off before they can even start recognizing how to take over the world. I think it's possible because a lot of stuff, like, already, it's starting to already be a lot of, like, robot stuff doing stuff for people. Like in restaurants and stores, like self checkout and stuff. Like you see it every day already. When you go on little things, they already had like the little food and the little things to put in the code. It's all full. So I feel like years from now, or like decades from now, or whatever, there's going to be way more stuff robots like doing stuff. So it's possible that they can. I think it's impossible is not the right word. Inevitable is the right word, meaning it's going to happen. It's not possible. It's going to happen. I think it's one of the arguments the video makes. Um, now, what Rob means by taking over the world can be subjective, but uh, is it is it is it inevitable that technology will will replace some of the things that we do, particularly unskilled yes. labor? Yeah. I think that I think that most is is very clear. What what might have been? This is where you have an opportunity to maybe address some sources here. What might have been some things that sped up this process, particularly in the last COVID, few years? The pandemic. Okay, explain. Um, Second article. Pandemic took away uh, much from most of our lives, well, years, really. And yeah, it gave the developers time to create new new. What you're asking, like you're talking about the stuff that was created during the time? I'm had, talking about... COVID is where the, where the discussion is going. It's for, it's what the second source talked about is when we had this period of very low demand from consumers for many things, and we had low employment. What did uh what what happened in those years that the second article talks about from time? Give me a moment to get to that place. You're looking to. Well, I know. It said what I got is the economy was 30 million jobs short when the pandemic started. So maybe based off them seeing that, they feel if if a pandemic start and people get sick, when if something like this happened again, maybe if robots can't get sick, so they can continue to work while the pandemic still, you know. I mean, a lot of toll workers, they say a lot of toll workers are replaced by technology too. Here's yeah, well, and so it was it was almost an opportunity. You know, it, it's not easy to it's not easy to necessarily fire people, but the pandemic gave employers some reasons, not necessarily to fire people, but just to say, hey, the work is done for now. The, the question is, do do those jobs come back? 
and pull a big statistic out of that article that related to employment. There was an estimated number, if I recall, about how many jobs left during COVID that probably will never come back. And it's in the millions. They say 42% of the jobs that's gone is like gone for good. There's 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 one of the numbers I wanted. It's uh, 25 uh, million jobs coming back. So I think we lost over 4 million, 4 million workers. Yeah, and that, the, and that so the, those jobs basically have been automated and it's COVID that sped up the process, right? So, I mean, it's, when we talk about the employment conversation here, it's uh, the going back to the video, what, what's the estimate in the future? What percent could the unemployment rate be with the current top jobs in the country? What do you say? What was the unemployment rate during the Great Depression? It was like 90%. Wasn't that, wasn't that high? About 25%. And when you accumulate all the top jobs in the country, many of which are unskilled work or semi-skilled work, which we'll talk about, uh, 45% of the labor force that is an easy target for automation. Teaching jobs included. We already, we already see, it. We already right, see it happening. I got, um, I said it's about 400,000 jobs were lost to automation in the U.S. factories from 1990 to 2007. The factories have already seen it. They've seen it in the last 40 years, right? Where you, you guys know machines that can, you know, put cars together and do jobs in factories. The video makes an argument. This this automation is is different. You want to make a reference there? What I got on here too is uh, companies are estimated that automation could displace 132 black workers, 132,000 black workers in U.S. by 2030. Okay, and we can and we can talk about we can talk about the race angle to this. Why why is it? Why might they bring that specific up? Why might they talk about black people in particular? Maybe because they're not. Um, as educated um, enough to, because when I read the article, it say um, for people to be able to still work while robots are taking you know jobs, you got to get higher education in order to have a place in that job to be able to work with those yeah. robots. So maybe um, a lot of African American people wouldn't have that education. Yeah, and it, and it's it's nothing it's nothing racist that we're saying. It's just statistically, the black community doesn't have as high of an education. You know, there's a lack of equal opportunity there. But it's 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 I think they bring that statistic up because it's a lot of those low skilled jobs that sometimes uh, black people take that is particularly under threat. So let me let me throw it your way here. So what is what does that mean when it comes to Thinking about your skill set here, as you get here, we're, we're getting down to solutions here, number three in a minute. I hope education will be a conversation in, in regards to that. But uh, what does that mean for us here? It just, speaking to a young group about to enter adulthood. It basically just, it kind of wake you up and it just 
it's basically give you an extra step on what you should be studying, uh, what you should focus on going to school for. Basically looking into jobs that robots might not be able to take or even, you know, maybe just learning um, how you could maybe fix robots or just stuff that will easily fit in with mm -hmm. the future. So where do you fit in? Where do you fit in? Mm. I say you, I mean, think of yourself. What are, what are fields for you that would be, maybe maybe you were thinking about something, but maybe watching this, it might be, well, maybe not. Professional athlete. Robots can't take the athlete, bro. Okay. That's swim, though. It's a 0.001% chance. Maybe technology. Maybe working with technology. Okay. Fixing, fixing technology. Okay. We can, we're maybe tra we can transition a little bit now to number three. You might have had some stuff here with solutions. So, so technology could be maybe one one solution is we need a population that is becoming more skilled with technology. Comments here. Yeah, well, talking about solutions and particularly some of that being education based. What are some? Uh, anybody catch what are some companies doing to help? people get through this process with the education. Oh, job training, educational programs. Okay, can you, so that is what I'm looking for. Can you be a little more specific? Oh, uh, they implement policies that improve the economic prospects of low income households, such as providing job training and education okay. programs. Okay. And, and to be even a little more specific, in some cases, you have people who are on the verge of being replaced okay, because of technology and their work is actually sending them back to school, helping them pay for school with, um, and giving them kind of grants or subsidies, whatever you want to call them, to, uh, to actually uh, train them to do something so they can stay employed. Yeah, I remember reading something about that. So, it was a guy that went back to school and he covered like his full scholarship for college yeah and he was and say he was making like 32 30 thousand a year and once he came back he was making about 70 thousand i mean it's it's sensible right can you imagine think of like your grandparent having to survive in this in this workplace that you're going to be entering into very soon there's there's not a job where you don't have to use technology in some way now i mean somebody think of a counter example I went to Walmart recently, and it's like, it's just as many checkout, uh, self checkouts as it is just regular checkouts with people mm -hmm. right there. I mean, it's, they don't even usually. Honestly, it's they have like one or two open. The yeah, rest of them all. Yeah, yeah. it's literally nobody doing self checkout. I mean, personal checkouts with people. But yeah, uh, and I got workers who can work with machines are more productive than those without. You know, this reduces both the cost and price of goods and services. Have anything we're we're kind of skipping number three with solutions? How do we um, how do we stop the the? I said I think the best solution is to just limit the robots. I think we should only use robots for things like humans can absolutely not do. I feel like we shouldn't be like 
oh, we're going to use robots because it's going to make it easier because a lot of people need jobs. But you got also got to think about like this. The employers want to make money without having to pay anything. So they're going to look at the robots. They don't have to pay. They just have to get repaired every now and then. Well, you're right, but you got to think about the workers too. Self-interest has always won throughout history. I feel like the government should just put a, you know, a limit to it. Because it's just... Anybody read the article that I linked? The other one? About what tech leaders are doing for six months? Where we get a real moment here because you got to bring it up. So there's been a what tech leaders call almost a disturbing increase in the amount of AI that's being developed in the last just few months. Literally in the last few months, there's new search engines. Uh, there's there's just new like intelligence. GBT. I mean, even the word even the word I've even seen the word conscious AI coming coging into play, where it's AI that can that can almost think. Um, and if you, if you look at that article, it talks about tech leaders, and I remember I Musk was brought up, Elon Musk. Um, they have almost they've all signed a letter saying that we just need to stop developing AI for six months because the process is going too fast. All right, all right, yep. Say according to recent news, over one thousand tech professionals, including Elon Musk, Steve Wozniak, have signed an open letter calling for a six-month pause on training of AI systems more powerful than chat GBT4. The letter highlights the dangers of out-of-control AI development and urges government to step in and institute regulations if such a pause cannot be enacted quickly. The call for a pause comes after the launch, launch of GBT4 a powerful AI system that could pause, pose profound risk to society and humanity. They may know the chat GPT situation. Yeah. yeah they got something like that on Snapchat. Uh, like on my, my AI. It's an AI you can ask any questions. It is, and, it, and, it, and, uh, and while you might ask it silly questions, it can answer serious questions as well, and it can it can respond in a way respond that's, that's almost uh, that's very human like. I honestly think though that I don't think that's that bad though, because maybe it could be somebody that really go through stuff, and maybe that AI really could help that person. Yeah, kind of put them in a better spot. You just were, you kind of were against that. You said we got to stop. Well, I said that because I think we should put a that, on that that AI can compose music, it can it can it can answer many questions, it can do many functions that would be considered low skill labor or low skilled mental labor, and if you replicate it in many fields, I mean, it's it's happening. It's happening. What you saw up here. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure half of the world got an Alexa in their house or. A- Google, Google. I mean, I'm not saying all, everything needed to stop, but I'm saying it should be a limit on it, like with a lot of stuff, like all that, all them self checkouts in the stores, all that stuff be unclosed. People do need jobs. That's all just people. like when I watch the video, it's just saying the world just it just find ways to get lazier and lazier. It's like so, what is his what is history? Yeah, it's just it's just like we find easier. We try to find as humans, we try to find easier ways to do things. But it's like if if 
if robots take over everybody's jobs or humans that like work regular jobs do, like how is they gonna make their money? They're not gonna have nothing to do. What did you What example does the video give of the horses talking to each other? Oh, they said the horses be lazy, like super lazy or something. And then they said they stopped even using horses. They stopped using horses because horses ain't one. Well, they do it. Remember the conversation he had. He said, imagine two horses are sitting there chatting with each other. It's kind of a goofy situation, but they said all this new technology is coming in and it's going to make our lives better, right? Is what they said they were saying. Like now we don't have to ride into battle. Now we don't have to run thousands of miles. We get to have nice, easy jobs now. Uh, I kind of feel like in a minute we'll be working for the robots. But, and what happened to the horse population, though, where horses used to be the most important form of transportation, most important form of labor, they were replaced by mechanical muscle. Some of them started. So what? Did, so then, what did he say? He replaced the word horse with automation with human. Human. That we are the new horse. Wow. It's us that will be replaced next. If you didn't understand that metaphor. That metaphor was now replace replace that word horse. Humans talking to each other now, saying, "Hey, all this new technology is making our lives easier," and it definitely is. We're the lazy generation. So I'm saying that's what I said. What is that going to make our lives easier? They're going to be the mix. So what do you think? Like the robots taking all the jobs. What what people like? So how is people going to get paid when robots do take all the jobs? This is what number three was asking. A lot of num- look at number two. Look at two and three. What what are we asking you there? In a minute, robots gonna be making well, your food like, for you. Is it possible that new jobs going be to be created? What, what, what information do we get there? I got some more information. So, what about a robot doing stuff like, um, like retail or, you know, trying to um, sell things? like a salesman do you think a robot could you know get well, somebody online advertising no but like in person like i come to a car dealership trying to buy a car how would a robot you know get me into buying a car get yeah, it one job yeah but you know there's many jobs that it it takes to a person to you know kind of persuade somebody to get something doesn't yeah buying a house probably Maybe yeah, I don't know if it can be any realty. We got we got to cover millions of jobs. Out of a few dozen, we got child care too. Also, yeah, robots can really take care care of a child. They're not gonna know what why like why the baby. We're trying our best to make that happen. Well, hey, we but we're dying down. At, so tough trying to get some information for number two and three. If you have a question to add, you can. Oh a lot I of said, people I want to hear from. I said one of my questions was, will the cost of living go up a lot or go down if a lot of humans lose jobs due because robots is faster and smarter? Good question. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe the cost of living. It. I don't know. It wouldn't probably go up too much. It probably because maybe the companies that's selling this stuff wouldn't have to put too much money into 
workers. So I, don't, I wouldn't say the cost of living would go up because it'd be cheaper for them to, you know, produce this stuff with robots doing it. And they'd be able to push, uh, produce stuff faster. Cause I was thinking like, you know how we was talking about the education part, how you got to have like a good education to like the robots and stuff. I was thinking like, what about the like lower class people who really don't got an education like that and working like restaurant jobs and all that. And what if robots and stuff was to take over all them jobs? What would they do? If they ain't got no high education, like go work somewhere where it ain't really technology like that. Like what would they do? I think the living situation would be precarious if you have low, if you have no skill set. I, I think it'd be very precarious. I think, I think your options would be very limited. This, for people who have, for people who are going to college and have high skills, I think they will find their way. You will find, you will gain a skill set that you will be able to work with in the world that is to come. Uh, for those who have no skill set, uh, wish you the best of luck. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I mean, and that might be the truth. And it might be, here's something I talked about, number three, maybe you have some information for me. What do we need to be doing right now? Like, let's say our high school environment, our middle school environment, elementary environment. Teach. Teach so teach that, what? teach higher, you know, level education so it could, you know, help kids for the future. Define higher education. Every school says they want to educate their kids. Something that can correlate with working with robots. Okay. So we need new curriculum. Do you, are, are you getting technical skills here right now? No, but about, no, but I could I could maybe do research myself and see what what jobs would be left for me. Um, what kind of classes do we need here? So say right here in Beecher, is are you getting the computer skills you need? No. What kind of classes do we need to add? Like engineering class, probably. Oh, I just still to work. Like but the then how would you people. find how would you find people to teach that? I mean, that, that, that's 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 a whole other that's a whole other issue. There's there's avenues to get that done, but I mean, it's a huge problem. It's you know if if you're gonna have to step into this world and need this the all these technical skills and you have very little you guys might be able to use a cell phone but how well can you use a computer uh create question maybe we're getting about to have i got one my good question is what is something about technology that, that impacts the world hmm? what is something about technology that impacts the world the world what is something good what is something bad that technology impacts the world how did you answer it <laughs> i say technology has a significant impact on the world it has changed major sectors over the past 20 years including media Climate action and healthcare. 
Well, that must be a good thing or a bad thing. That was a good thing. I got two good things. I said digital technologies have advanced more rapidly than any innovation in history, reaching around 50% of the developing world population in only two decades and transforming society. Oh, oh, I thought the good thing about technology is like that they made they made stuff to where <laughs> they made stuff to where you could like talk to people far away and FaceTime and stuff. That's all like good thing I could think about it. Like back then they ain't really have nothing like if people were far away, you couldn't probably really talk to them, you had to write letters and stuff, but now you can just pick up your phone and FaceTime somebody no matter how far they is. Airplanes. If you're a if you're a regular person, how can how can we define what's good and what's bad technology? Because we already made the claim that some technology needs to be kept out. So how do, how do we have a, what's the filter for what's good and what's bad? Some technology that can help us, but not take everything away. Good. But not take the people's jobs. Can, the thing, stuff that can take everything away could be the most helpful. No, no. I don't like cashier jobs. That is just unnecessary. That's just unnecessary. That is like, not, that don't take that much. Cash. <laughs> like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like stuff like that, I don't agree with, but like making cell phones, tablets and computers nothing wrong with that but like when it comes to robots taking over people's jobs and people having to like i don't i don't you have agree people with on assembly line i might want it i don't want to drive i want to have a self-driving car just drive i want to drive i can oh, right i, I want to oh, get that i can oh, sleep, on, I can sleep oh, on the way to work nah cruise control next year. So screws. Another creative question. One more. We finish. Maybe not. Actually, the recording's about to end too. 